This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia. Bohemia. Specifically the Bohemia of the Bonfrères. Oh boy. Bonfrères. That's the Bohemia I want to live in. <laughs> I am of course joined by Jake Hurwitz. Pop punk hero with glasses like Neo. <laughs> I wish I didn't go first. I wish I didn't go first. <laughs> also say your name. Tread <laughs> <laughs> Nevers. With the name. Tread Nevers, right, right. I really right. shouldn't go first. And of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Slinging discs and taking risks. Nice. Hungry day, baby. Yes, dude. And who could forget my husband, Brian Murphy. Hoping to sail through clear skies with this beer guy, Mac, <laughs> son of Mumford. And the returning champion, Mavris, I mean, Zach Oyama. Oh, Mavris, the unschooled, even more unschooled than the first time you met him? Wow. That's true. <laughs> Accurate. Completely uneducated. That is our Bonfrères. Let's do a little recap what happened last time. Mm. Last episode, you rode your hippofins into the mist and discovered the abandoned microbrews cruise. The sight of this boat triggered a memory. All four of you were transported back, obviously not literally in your minds, to last night when you yourself were on the microbrews cruise being guided through some niche Bohemia brews by a halfling named Ethel and her alehouse drake. Hungry Dave immediately tried to feed the drake. Tread posed <laughs> moodily on the front of the ship until Mavris took a picture of him. Mavris tried to steal a feather from the captain's wheelhouse, and you all noticed Carl texting in the corner with the maid of honor he met named Infinity. 
ending with an I instead of a Y. Hot name. Hot. Yeah, so it's a exotic. hot name. I'm just going to have Good to insist Carl. stealing a feather off the ground is not stealing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a free feather. It's just a feather on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Then you all saw a hot merfolk, learned that merfolk used to hang out around Salty Peaks more, and Tread drank exclusively hard seltzers. Yeah, <laughs> an insult. It's delicious. After that, you returned to the present moment where Tread spotted a specter hovering on the deck. Mac tried to cast Turn Undead on it, but it failed, and the angry specter whispered staticky secrets at you, stunning Hungry Dave and causing Mavris to attack Tread with his staff. Mavris did that on his own. He wanted my freaking glasses. <laughs> dude, you hit him in the schnoz, dude. You think, uh, okay, it's typical. This is typical. You broke my beak, man. <laughs> That's one of his best features, dude. I'm so sorry about your beak, okay? <laughs> then you all fought this specter and an enchanted keg of ale who came to life and shoved Tread off the boat. During the fight, Mavris uncovered Stiegel, the alehouse drake from last night, quivering under a tablecloth. You finished off the specter who dispersed with a staticky whisper. Hungry Dave sent Stiegel to ignite the steam Mephit-powered paddle wheels on the boat. And perhaps most important of all, Mavris saved Tread's Matrix sunglasses with a clutch mage hand. That was clutch as hell, bro. You saved the summer. I had to use a sorcery point. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Absolutely worth it. If we die, we'll die wearing sunglasses. <laughs> Depending on whose turn it is. As your bow paddled away, Stiegel told you what happened. The bachelorette party, whose maid of honor Carl was texting with, had been on the microbrews cruise. Something went wrong. The ship veered into the mist. Ethel and Stiegel went to go check on the captain, only to find a window broken by the trident of a merfolk. There was a commotion on the deck. Ethel left the wheelhouse to check on it, and the last thing Stiegel saw was Ethel grappling with some accidental knowledge of some curse protected secret as her body disintegrated, leaving only a spectral memory. Mac cast Locate Object on the Maid of Honor's bestie to the betrothed sash and you got a ping from a nearby island, motionless. However, as you approach the island, a storm began to form as a giant bird with a man's face, specifically one that looked like Henry Cavill, Cavill emerged from Cavill. the stormy clouds. <laughs> and you all came to understand that this island was protected by some powerful storm magic. And that's where you all are now. Hungry Dave and Tread, you're sopping wet with ocean water. Mac, you're getting pings for a bachelorette sash from this mysterious island. Mavris, you've got feather tucked behind your ear, necklace in your pocket, presumably two, actually, considering Mac gave you one, although I don't know if you left that at the beach house. There's a chance it's under uh, Carl's aunt's couch, like the little, like... <laughs> Did anybody check the couch skirt? <laughs> I, I didn't check the couch skirt. Oh, my God. Mavris is so quiet. Should we go back there before we get Carl? Because we so can get obvious. the necklace first. Do you guys say Carl's under the couch skirt? Mavris, roll <laughs> me a luck check to see if this... <laughs> necklace is on your person i guess i don't know what's good okay 15 it is not here yeah i was about to say like would lucky <laughs> yeah. and not if it was low i would have made it peeking out of your back pocket <laughs> it's okay max not dramatic at all <laughs> you're quivering so dude you are all on this boat and you're currently headed straight for this island as you approach you can tell that the proximity is triggering some sort of storm effect what do you want to do 
All right, I feel like we got to appease Cavalbird, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We have to, like, offer him something. Um, do you want to give me, like, an insight check or a nature check on this bird? Does anybody have, like, a graphics card? Yeah, Does any, who's got a unbuilt PC that we could oh, throw? I've got a sourdough starter I could give him. <laughs> I don't, dude, he doesn't eat carbs. Are you insane? <laughs> Keep Hungry Dave away from him. It could be a cheat week. You don't know. Kevin doesn't take a cheat Kevel, week. There's no way. I'll answer that if you rolled well. How, what did you roll? Uh, on nature, I got a 21. Okay, you know a couple of things. First off, this is definitely not a cheat week. Look at how those veins are bursting out of those wings. I've never this seen is... such a veiny bird in all my <laughs> life. That bird, is in, that bird is in ketosis. That bird yeah, needs some water. Tell. That's disgusting. <laughs> Carl would love to talk to this bird. But with that, you also know that this bird, like these types of birds, these storm birds, they don't, they're not going to talk to you. Even though he has like the face of a human, he uses it for song. He's not like an intelligent sentient. He's more animal than he is human. Mm, very much like Cavill himself. God, it really that, tracks. Yeah. <laughs> that bird is whistling Modest Mouse. It's a fucking triple threat. You can tell it doesn't understand what Modest Mouse is, the it's idea like, of a band. A lot of times their lyrics are kind of, you know, just nonsense, so it, I mean, it adds up. Can I hold my feather up to see if it looks like the same kind of oh, feather? Shit. Yeah, you hold it up. It is actually a different feather. So this uh, Henry Cavill bird has gorgeous, shimmering, violets, grays, stormy plumage. This is a white feather. Hmm. This is actually a swan's feather. Hmm. Okay. And it's from it's from a breed of swan that's usually in freshwater ponds, but okay. when you, you know, flip it over in your finger and inspect it, there's something briny about it to its core. Something's <laughs> Something freaking briny about this feather. Dude, that's a briny ass feather, dude. What's going on okay. with this feather? Yeah. Uh, awesome, oh, yeah. guys. I'm, I'm glad you have a briny feather, Mavericks. There's a fucking hot bird causing a storm on the island. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not allowed to talk about my briny feather. When... Also, Hungry Dave, you know. Give him a win. You know, like, because you're like looking at this bird, you, you know, like two other things, which is that these birds are often the familiars of, you know, wizards, witches, druids. Um, but there's oh. something about this bird that he doesn't seem to be acting on orders, more habit. Okay. Okay. It, it does seem weird that Cavill would have a master. <laughs> right. Cavill is peerless. <laughs> I think that just makes you wonder, like, truly, how hot is this master? Who could dominate right. Cavill? <laughs> it actually fills you with fear. <laughs> is there another Cavill? <laughs> is there a greater Cavill? <laughs> a greater Cavill, if possible. Elder Ca Cavill. <laughs> An elder Cavill. Men's Fitness spoke of this, but I never believed it. <laughs> Holy shit, it has to be it's gotta be Amy Adams. Cause that was the that's Lois Lane, the only person that had the key to Cavill's heart. That was super point. So deep, Dread. I, I haven't seen that film. When I saw that movie in theaters, it was with one other first date nearby and uh a, a guy kept making jokes the whole time and then eventually uh when Superman saved his bully was like, gotta be grateful though, in a very earnest way. Now I, I think about it all the time. <laughs> You know, gotta be grateful is a really nice mantra for the Bonfrères. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of speaking of that, okay, so we've got island. We've got yeah. You've storm. got the island. You're going towards it. The wind is picking up. Who's driving right now? Oh, Steagle's on the wheel, right? Oh, Steagle just went oh. to turn it on. Steagle can't. He's a tiny little ale. Like he's a tiny little baby. He can't. What if he sits in my lap? He can sit in your lap if you want to drive. <laughs> I pretend to drive and let Steagle drive. Uh, 
and someone else drive. <laughs> Yo, the Drake's driving. Somebody uh, get this. Dave, uh, this uh, hungry, hungry Dave, I think there's there's something that you could eat in the prow. Okay, Dave, can I sidebar? Can I sidebar with you? Yo, what's up? Uh, I actually think it would be hilarious if you licked more of the floor beer. I'm actually pretty full. I'm doing this Drake thing now. Cool. Actually, since you're going to sidebar, I will say there are new mechanics for the sidebar. They're Whoa. very subtle. This is a fake sidebar. Okay, well, I'll let you know what they wow, are. Insulting. I'll let yeah. you know what they are. Okay. If you sidebar with someone and you're doing it for their sake and out of love, they'll get a plus one on their next roll. But oh. if you're doing it for yourself, you get a minus one on your next one. Oh role. my Whoa. god. This is a selfish sidebar, man. <laughs> when is it when is it ever for someone else? <laughs> Fuck. Hungry Dave, can I sidebar? Right. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I think it would be kind of sick if I drove the boat. <laughs> hey, can I sidebar with you? Can I like double sidebar? We take a step back a little further. Yeah. Absolutely do that. Absolutely? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey Steagle, can I sidebar with you? <laughs> uh, if you wish, yeah. Is it? All right, I know you're having a real fun time driving, but like Maverick's like really wants a turn. Would that be cool with you? Um, this vessel is very dangerous in my hands. <laughs> uh, so I think I, so I, that sounds like pretty case closed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, hung, hungry Dave, when you called uh, Steagle Steagle, I thought you said Stevo, and I actually think we should start calling Steagle Stevo if that's cool. Love with that. Bomb fair behavior right there. Stigo. As you are all saying all of this, the wind is picking up, and you are oh. passing the point of no return where you will enter the storm. Okay. Okay. okay all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm low on spells, so we are gonna need we are gonna need to take an afternoon nap at some point. Do you guys want to do that before? Turn the fucking helm. Do you guys want to do it before or after the storm? Uh, let's do it before. Let's I'm before. I'm gonna say before. you don't. At this point, you've fuck. talked so much that you're fully in the storm. Oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> <That> makes fuck. <laughs> Just <laughs> wind oh, whipping through my horns. Definitely, definitely before. before let's pull back. Mavra's back up. Kick before. this thing in reverse. I can't. Put the brake How on do you boat. Put a, where's the boat Anchor break? Down, Stevo. Anchor. Stevo, throw it Stevo. into R. Throw it Stevo. into R quick. Before. before. As you all shout at each other, the electricity begins to spark in the air. The water's getting choppier. The wind's angrier. You see Henry Cavill burn as a silhouette swooping through the gathering storm clouds. And at a certain point, there's a huge splash as eight water spouts shoot up surrounding the island on all sides. With a thunderous splash, all eight expanded to buff merfolk. They are clearly some sort of conjured stormy water guardians. So, as the rain begins to pelt your faces, a huge wave lifts your boat into the air and crashes you directly into the storm. Someone roll me 2d4, add 2, and then tell me the total. Mavericks, you're driving. Yeah, Mavericks. I'll roll a d4. Anyone else want to roll the other? Okay, you're going to share the burden of rolling. (laughs) I rolled a 1. I'll roll the the other d4. I got a 2. Okay. So three plus two is five. That is how many weather events you will experience as you go through this storm. As you're going through it, what you do notice is that this is protective magic. So it is much more interested in fucking up your boat than it is actually hurting people. Whoever created this spell just wants to keep people from getting to their island, but isn't trying to fuck people. We're not on the RSVP list for the bachelorette party. (laughs) So I guess everyone roll initiative. Okay. Because that's how we're going to do it. This this is going to take two rounds and there's going to be five weather events. That's an 11. Nine for me. I got an 18. 
10 for me. All right. Uh, before the storm can do anything to you, Mac, you actually act first. Okay. Um, fuck. <laughs> okay. I think I'm just going to prepare a reaction to heal whoever gets hurt first. Okay. Interesting. Nice. So I just get uh, into a ready position and I've got like a healing brew out. I have a keg attached to like a little hose uh, <laughs> to, to spray people with. Do you want to be on the deck or in the wheelhouse? In the wheelhouse. Do you have okay. like an exterminator hose? Except yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who started in the wheelhouse? I think I did. I think we're all at, I think yeah, we're all yeah, in there, you were right? probably all in there. Okay, cool. So yep. you're all in the wheelhouse. That is nice for you. First things Great first, a clap of thunder. Everyone give me a con save. Okay. Now, and you'll know that because your boat is not magical, it is just going to take full for everything. Yeah, I don't think we're getting home on this boat, guys. So hopefully Carl <laughs> has like a ride that we can just like okay. hop in. You can't put the beer back in the keg, guys. Yeah. Those sea-doos went somewhere. Mac, guaranteed, 100% guaranteed, boat makes it. <laughs> what? Holy shit. Uh, I got an 11. I got a 10. <laughs> 21. That's a 15. Mac and Mavericks take 14 thunder damage. Oh, oh fuck. You ready to action though, Mac, if you want to use it. Yeah. It's just noise. It's I'll, just sound. What's I'll, wrong? I'll go ahead and just do a first level cure wounds on Mavericks. Cool. Uh, as I just hose him down with holy beer. Just so hurt. Dude, drink quick. <laughs> quick, drink. <laughs> Get some beer in those wounds. Boat's going to make it. Boat's going to make it. 11 HP to you. Okay. Next up is, because I rolled the same number for their initiative, for the weather events initiative, is another weather event. Specifically, you were looking for Henry Cavill. The storm clouds part and Henry Cavill's face twisted into an operatic, orgasmic, but beautiful... We're saved. (laughs) Float on. He's singing float on. We're going to be okay. We're going to float. All right, already. We'll all float on. The song of the Stormbird fills your ears. Everyone give me a charisma saving throw. Oh, shit. Um, Okay, you're showing off, dude. Uh, 16. Pass. 12. Pass. I got a 12, too. 21. Okay, yes. everyone passes. No one takes any lightning damage except for, of course, the ship, which gets struck with the electricity of Henry Cavill's song. <laughs> we are just singing along. All right, all ready, <laughs> we'll all float on. on. Tread is doing that skanking dance. Next up <laughs> is Tread. So I'm not allowed to like uh, cast a spell on the boat like enhance ability, would I be? That no. doesn't make any sense. All right, cool. Yeah, no, I this boat I is figured. This boat is absolutely fucked, Tread. <laughs> this boat's going to fucking make it. This boat's going to float on. Why do you guys have so much faith in the fucking boat? <laughs> Mac, come on, dude. What? Dude. <laughs> when are you going to believe in the boat, boat, dude? When are you going to believe in the boat? <laughs> what, is the boat your boy now? <laughs> okay, I okay. am going to, I have, I've got two songs to sing. Uh-huh. My cracking heart aches with such fragility, but it goes out to you to enhance your ability. <laughs> um, and I and I enhance uh, Max ability again. Whoa, um, dude. You know, it feels redundant, but I think I'm going to give you Bear's Endurance again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is, is that what you had last time? You had the bull's strength one. Do you have one for Dex? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so you have Bear's Endurance. Dex. So there's one for Dex, but this one has Constitution. Um, and then also you get you gain two d six temporary hit points. Whoa. Uh, oh, that's oh. clever for the healer. Very much appreciated. Fuck yes. All Thanks. right, Treads. And I have 
I've got one more song to sing as a bonus action. Oh, okay, wow. Uh, if you're feeling Encore. low, like you're sick and tired, well, just think of me and be inspired. Uh, and I sing that one to Mavris uh, to give you bardic inspiration. Oh, man. I, I try to hand you, I'm trying to fish out like the ox cord from the captain's. <laughs> you plug in if you want. Uh, just rain beating down everywhere. It's fully the perfect storm, but just with idiots. While you do this tread, something has come up, and I want you to roll an opposed performance against Henry Cavill to try to intimidate him. Fucking gladly. Tread! You don't have to do this, man. Tread! There's no coming back from this! I rolled a 26. That is impossible for Henry Cavill to beat. So as you do that, Henry Cavill hears your beautiful music after he just did his own operatic bird song, and he flies back to the fucking island. Oh (laughs) my god. You just saved yourself from another... Weather event. Stick to acting, man. Next up is Hungry Dave. Henry Cavill went away. A sad but necessary event. Can I take a look at these merfolk uh, that are on the shore? Oh, those are like water elementals that are just in the shape of cool merfolks just for fun flavor. I want to inspect these merfolk uh, water elementals. Okay. That's going to be an 18. So... First off, they're mindless. You you don't have to like attack them. They're kind of just a magical effect, like a bunch of magical effects working in tandem. But you do notice that there's like an arcane energy to them, but also like a raw primal energy. And like I said, they're going after your boat. They have like these huge fists of watery waves that they're going after your boat, whether you're there or not. Uh, I guess I'll try and hit one of them and see what happens. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to fling a disc. Just in a storm, <laughs> surrounded by giants, just throwing a frisbee. Hungry Dave, do your worst. With that perception, I'll give you the warning that you're going to roll with disadvantage because there's waves everywhere and it's not frisbee weather. I'm just imagining Mark Wahlberg in the perfect storm just chucking a frisbee so hard at a wave. <laughs> I, I put my finger in my mouth and lick it and then hold it up to a wind. <laughs> yep, seems perfect. Is there any wind? <laughs> it's a little windy, but I think I got it. What does that even feel like on your we're, finger? <laughs> we're all fully sideways. It's just right into the teeth of the wind. <laughs> With disadvantage, that's a 17. A 17? All right, 17 is going to hit. Yo! Fling your B. Actually, you know what? I do like a hatchet throw uh, uh-huh. overhead uh, so that it kind of like curves in the air, gets a little hyzer on it, if you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I'm going to aim it just, I guess, the closest of these like merfolk simulacrums. Sweet. Actually, you know what? I'll do a bursting arrow on it so that hopefully it can catch one or two of the other ones. Ooh, okay. Uh, That's 16 damage. Okay, I'm going to say that you throw this frisbee. It slices off one of its long, watery arms, then comes back around and bursts inside, uh, spraying water at the other ones. Cool. That's 10 damage to the other ones. Uh, with that, can we tell if this is something we need to get past or something that we can kill? It looks it looks generally unaffected, although you did um, slash off one of its arms. Nice. And then next up is with its other watery fist. It now crashes down on your boat. Everyone, if you're in the wheelhouse, give me a dexterity save with advantage. Still only a 10. Oh, seven for Mavris. Oh, Oh, can I use my, uh, I don't know how how Your bardic inspiration, yeah. It's it's only like a D6 right now, right? I mean, I'll give you, 10 is gonna pass. Okay. Oh. I rolled a four. Okay, so 11. (laughs) Woo! 
Great. Uh, I got an 18. Uh, I got a 16. Great. So everyone hangs on to the boat. Fuck! <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, that is Mavris. Is there like any kind of intercom on this boat? <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> you can give me, a, if you get like a, a 20 on a luck check, we can pretend okay, we can invent yeah. one. We gotta be a bullhorn. I got a two. Shout out to the big group. Shout out. Uh, no, in fact, you're feeling really soft-spoken right now. Um, <laughs> come on. You can motivate yourself. Are you saying something, Mavericks? Believe in the boat. Believe in the boat. <laughs> this thing's going to float. I'm going to make a... Uh, I want to make a deception check and yell out to the, the water elementals and be like, we're delivering a package. There's been a huge mis- under- misunderstanding. There's supposed to be a delivery for the island. We're Bahuber Eats. <laughs> Bahuber Eats, yeah. Um, give me a deception check. <laughs> Sorry, uh, 12. Okay, unfortunately you weren't even able to deceive yourself that that plan would work. <laughs> I just had to try something, guys. Your mouth got full of water and nothing came out. <laughs> it's so stormy that I opened my mouth in a full mouth of salt water. Your briny feather went in there. Dude, shut up, guys. Shut up. Believe in the boat. And just, I just slammed the door to the little cabin. Whoa. And it's back around to Mac. Uh, I guess I will just uh, do, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll brace, but be ready to heal somebody if they get, if they get messed up. Cool. Uh, next up is a weather event. A crack of thunder fucks up your boat. Specifically, this time it shatters the windows in the wheelhouse and it even shatters the glass tube that the steam methods that power the paddle wheels are in. What about our shades? Our methods! (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's true. Everyone give me a luck check to see. Oh my god. No. (laughs) Please. Matrix sunglasses. The most cruel DM I've ever (gasps) seen in my life. Shout out to the two crew. No! No! 13. No! 15. Uh-huh. 13. Everyone's everyone's Matrix sunglasses are fine. Mavris doesn't uh-huh. have a pair of Matrix sunglasses. He right. could use that to save Max. Hmm. No, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So Mavris tackles Mac. <laughs> cradling Get down! <laughs> I go to like look towards the window as like they vibrate and I'm just tackled by Mavericks. Whoa, dude, you saved me. I could have got hit by some of that glass. Could have been really bad. I'm wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> you got a lot of glass on the bridge of your nose, dude. Yeah. There's so many Mavericks tackles and then as you stand up, the sunglasses are now on your <laughs> Had to save my boy. So selfless. And then that is another weather event. Another watery fist swipes down at the boat, further damaging it, but it is not destroyed yet. However, because the steam methods have been dispelled, it's going to slow and then will likely be able to be pushed back and you would have to do this all over again. Oh no. So it lands, does a bunch of damage. Everyone give me another deck save, this time a little higher to not fall into the water. Oh, shout out to the two crew. I, I rolled a 15. 15. I still got I got a 10. <laughs> Hungry Dave and Mac are thrust into the waters. Oh! oh! That is Tread's turn. <laughs> Thank God you got Mac's sunglasses, dude. Yes. Um, I guess they didn't believe in the boat. Uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. I guess, I don't know if I have anything. I'm just, can I just try to frigging grab these guys? Absolutely, yeah. 
Okay. Give me um, um, acrobatics or strength to try to grab them. Since I had heal, or since I was like ready to cure somebody, can we say I'll cast Bless on Hungry Dave as we both are thrown into the ocean? Yeah, I'm into it. Dude, I oh. fucking support you! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your beer tastes good. All of it, man. Thanks. You're an absolute yeast genius. I spray some in his mouth as we both fall in. <laughs> That's a nine. Okay, nine isn't gonna grab either of them. All right, I'll I'll freaking give you guys bardic so you don't freaking drown. I'll just sing encouragement <laughs> into the wave, swallowing my friends. You can only give one of us bardic. Oh yeah. no! Give it to Mag. Give it to Mag. No, dude, I... give it to Dave. Give it to Dave. Tread. <laughs> of course. Fuck you, Dave. No, give it to Mag. Give, give, give it to me, dude. Give it to Dave. Tread. What'd you say, Mavris? <laughs> I I will take it. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. I have to, dude, I, no, that's actually a pretty good compromise. Look, I'm giving. I have to give it to Hungry Dave because he's wearing the sunglasses, and we can't let anything happen. To <laughs> we have to protect what's left. Okay, next up is Hungry Dave. Can I just grab Mac and start heading back? Yeah, give the me boat? an athletics. That is going to be. A with acrobatics that's a seventeen. Yeah, you get it. You don't even have to add the bardic inspiration. Nice. All you right. drag him back to the boat. Um, you want to try and like climb on or anything? Use your action to climb on. Yeah, uh, I throw uh, I throw Mac on my back. Uh, I got a backpack <laughs> and I <laughs> and I climb back up the side of the boat. Great. Oh. Okay. Whoa. So you are on this boat. Unfortunately, the engine is out, uh, but you are all successfully on it. That is going to. be be Mavericks, that's you. I let I dive onto them. <laughs> really ineffectually feel like pretend like I helped. <laughs> I got you. Mavis, I got you. You saved us again. <laughs> Thanks, Mav. Are you trying to take my glasses? What are you doing? I'm wearing all three pairs that are left. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that you guys are on a boat that like if you don't find a way to get this thing going, you're gonna have to maybe try to jump in and swim to the shore. Can I use gust on the can I use gust on it? Uh, can I? Well, Mavericks, do you want to try gust? Or I was saying I could probably like breathe fire into the. Oh hell too. yeah! <laughs> if you, if you want to do both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, we could create steam. <laughs> I, okay, I yeah. throw up a bunch of salt water into the pipe. Yeah, I'll start. <laughs> I'll start spraying water. Oh, this is gonna be so briny, dude. Awesome. So as a team effort, <laughs> Hungry Dave, do you, does it come out of your mouth? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hungry Fuck Dave yeah. absolutely. Uh, unloads a bunch of fire from his gut. I think I probably, I think I like drink a bunch of salt water and just make myself throw up. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm oh. playing such an epic, like distorted guitar riff over all this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so briny. Mavers is using gust to just blow all of the rain so that the rain and the fire make steam that then gets the paddle wheel moving again. And that is the end of two rounds. With that, like the final wave uh, crashes your ship aboard the rocky shore. But the ship, I mean, it's fucked, but it is not. It is, you could still ride it a little more. (laughs) The ship made it. Believe Whoa. in the boat. We're going to fix this ship up. All those who believed believe in, in the, the boat, boat were correct. Yeah, she still floats. Can I sidebar with everybody? I'm It'll really sorry on. For, for doubting the boat. The boat will float on. <laughs> the SS Modest all Mouse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all boat on. We'll all okay. boat on. So as the boat crashes, the storm 
behind you dissipates almost immediately. The magical effect is no longer being triggered. You got past it. It was kind of just an endurance thing. The water spout elementals crash back into the sea. The wind stills to a more pleasant breeze. You see the silhouette of Henry Cavill in the trees. I salute. On the beach, some luminescent jellies have washed ashore because of the storm. They're still glowing on the rocks or bobbing in tidal pools. Deeper in, though, you see mossy grass surrounds stepping stones uh, and trees line the path, but then they branch out, obscuring your view of what lies beyond. So So there's like, it's almost like a forest, like mangroves or Mm -hmm. something? Not mangroves, but like it's a strange climate compared to like the tropical beach you were just at. And there's an eclecticness to it that almost makes you think that it's not necessarily the climate that naturally occurred here, but one that the person who lived here enjoyed. Okay, gang, um, what do we think to a nice nap on the rocky shores? Because I am, I'm tapped. Freaking beach nap? Yeah, you guys want to just like post up and chill out for a bit? I would love to just have like a beach day. Um, <laughs> it's probably we deserve a beach it's, day. It's fucked up because like I feel like we really need to be like fire under ass for Carl. But like right now we're kind of fifty fifty on he got kidnapped or he went to a bachelorette party without us. So I think it's right. be fine. He could be completely fine. He could be he could be under the couch yeah. skirt. We already yeah. said that. So I think it's self care for us to have a beach day. That's what Carl would want. Carl honestly. would want us to have a beach day. He would want us to build like a raging bonfire <laughs> on the beach. I can create a bonfire. Maverick's already laid out his towel. We're going to take a long rest as a beach day. Okay. Well, can it's we... actually a beach night because oh, yeah. you've, I mean, this Beautiful. is like, you can't really see us well because the light has been so diffused by the mist in the sky that sort of surrounds this whole area of the water. But, you know, the sun has actually set and it is... It is the end of your second day of your summer vacation. Um, I cast my cantrip uh, dancing lights. So it's just sort of like tiki torches on the beach. And it's like super chill. It's like a really, it's a cool vibe. I wish the bachelorettes were here for this. I know you got, you guys like humor me with my like thick stouts and stuff. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the blessed brew. We're going to do a nice crisp summer ale and just have a nice summer night. All right. This oh is, oh my God. Oh, bless you. This is blonde as hell. Yes. Dude, so good. There's a sweetness to it. Oh my God. <laughs> and notes of citrus. Yeah. Dude, is that fucking cloves? Are there cloves? There's some, there's some cloves. Yes. Oh. I never thought this day could end this way. Uh, it was pretty bad, most mostly. <laughs> I had it's a pretty 90, bad time. 90% bad, but now, like, let's just stay up super late and then we could sleep in tomorrow. And dude, I think I could well, drink like nine of these for real. Yeah, it's, I I could just keep making them. Yeah, you want to keep? You guys just want to like? I know we got to rest for a little bit, but you want to party for a while? <laughs> well, yeah, we definitely should get a long rest. But if yeah. we didn't party for about four and a half hours, I don't know what. Would... It's like eight o'clock at night. It's kind of still early. <laughs> like if you want to fucking party for a while, you really can. Okay, let's go to like midnight. We'll wake up at eight. If yeah, you dude. went to bed right now, you'd wake up tomorrow at like 3 a.m. It'd be so That's weird. That's crazy. That would be fucked up. It'd be up. weird yeah, to not party up. right now. We can party <laughs> until 3 or 4, and we can still get 6 hours of sleep and be up at like 9. Oh, I only need fucking... like 5. 
That's perfect. Yeah. Someone else remind me not to like to find some shade so I don't wake up sunburned. Uh, someone else remind me. <laughs> there are trees. You can. As long as you remember to fall asleep. Someone under remind tree. me. All right. Yeah. I create a bonfire. A bonfire. Beautiful. Hell bonfire. yeah. You guys have got tiki torches and bonfires. Tread, maybe you play some music. Mac is making oh, infinite yeah. brews. Guys. This is the summer we've been waiting for, and all all it's missing is Carl. We'll find him tomorrow, all right? <laughs> to, to finding Carl. We got our own private island, but we don't have our own private bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful, man. <laughs> Carl is our private bud. Well, he, he keeps secrets really well. Yeah, like, here's the uh, fucking yeah. thing. is like we're sharing Carl right now, and he's our private bud. I've so, confided like, That's some, not going to fly. Yeah, I've, I've confided some shit to Carl. We okay. famously call him the private bud. He's like a black box. <laughs> yeah. He's solid. Nothing can destroy him. And he keeps yeah. a lot of important stuff inside him. This is really beautiful stuff. As you guys speak all of these wonderful memories of Carl, the smoke of the bonfire almost forms a silhouette of Carl. And he, it's almost like he's there with you. I try to take his sunglasses off of the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) You take uh, two fire damage. (laughs) Dude, get away from the fire, man. You're drunk. Sorry. That's a good point. What does everyone want to make sure they remember to do? And then we'll do saves to see if in your drunken bonfire-fueled haze you remember to do it. Okay, I, it, my guitar needs to go back in the case. Otherwise, it's going to get, like, fucking warped and shit. <laughs> and I keep it in drop D okay. tuning all the time, and the, and the strings are going to get all out of whack. I think we, we should probably, like, have one person stay up to, like, guard so we're not all just, like, passed out on the right. beach. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, I need to, like, remember to lay out my shirt so that, like, it doesn't get, like, permanent salt stains in it. <laughs> great, great. And Mavros, what are you trying to remember to do? Yeah, probably rip. Uh, just secure some sort of rope to the boat. Like, watch mm-hmm. a bunch of Survivor lately. That feels like something they would do. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing would be uh, just make sure I don't fall asleep in direct sunlight. Uh, <laughs> Great. Now, everyone give me <laughs> intelligence saving throws for everything that they want to remember to do, and then we'll see if you remember it or not. Ooh, okay. baby. I rolled a nat one. Dirty 20. <laughs> that is insane. Wait, you got a nat one? I rolled a nat one. I got a nat one. Whoa, uh, brother. Okay. <laughs> Hungry dude. Dave puts his shirt into <laughs> Tread's guitar case. And then a wave in the middle of the night takes the shirt in the guitar case out to sea and completely damages the guitar. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It smells so mildewed. Uh, I rolled a seven to tie the boat. (laughs) Okay. The boat, like a couple pieces of it, uh, drift out to sea. And then what about falling asleep in the sun? Okay. Nineteen. Uh, okay, nice. Mavris says fuck the boat, but finds a perfectly shaded <laughs> spot. Since no one else did, the rest of you wake up pretty sunburned. <laughs> and none of us were wearing sunglasses either. <laughs> oh shit! Mavris is completely in the shade, wearing three pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> I, I like to think I woke so up. So well rested, dude. <laughs> I'll try to wake up early and put them on everyone's heads. <laughs> Mac remember I got a twenty, so Mac remembered to stay up on guard duty and like maybe like share it with Steagle, so he still got some sleep, but was just like so drunk that he didn't do anything when the boat got taken away, and like didn't do anything when the guitar was just like in a drunk stupor, staring off in the distance. I'm a gold dragon, so my scales 
are so hot now. <laughs> just baking in the sun. A sunburned dragon. God, I don't. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you tan, guys could probably burn. cook some eggs on uh on. <laughs> yeah. Your I'm not wearing my shirt right now. I just lay flat and say, "Egg me up, boys." <laughs> Well, we didn't bring any food. Should we crack some of these um, fish that are out here? Hopefully, they're not like cavils. The, the jellyfish? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, you want to eat a jelly, one? dude? <laughs> can I make a survival check <laughs> first? Yeah, <laughs> you can. Uh, I have okay yeah, can survival. I, can I see if there's anything like uh, like edible on the beach, like yeah, uh, yeah. crab that washed up or like seaweed? I got a dirty twenty. Whoa! Actually, with a dirty twenty, these are not just natural jellyfish. There's something enchanted about them. And specifically, you know that someone tried to enchant these jellyfish to be healing instead of hurting, but they didn't fully successfully do it. But whatever alchemical experiment happened with these jellyfish, they were still able to survive. So they kind of just like continued and now they're just a staple of this island. Whoa. Guys, I'm pretty sure we could maybe eat these. uh, (laughs) So we could eat these magic. So they're magical jellyfish, so we can eat them. (laughs) They're magical jellyfish. I mean, I think. You could eat them. All right, Um, let's eat them. (laughs) Okay. I feel like. Um, I just like I'm super I'm like super hungover <laughs> off of light beer like I drank a fuck ton of beer and like the idea of of cooking a, a fucking beached jellyfish on my friend's back and then eating that is like really foul tread at the moment. We don't have <laughs> there's no farmer's market here. We're on an island. You need okay. to like experience things, dude. We're roughing it, dude. Tread, you can Tread, you can give me some sort of like um check to try to find a crab or something. Okay, I'm just going to look for a crab for one or like second some before fish I eggs or <laughs> yeah, even a I just want to see if there's like a sardine on the beach before I like eat fucking back jelly off my friend. <laughs> okay, so I I, I rolled a two. <laughs> I have to eat. <laughs> okay, actually, dread. You look into one of these tidal pools, and guess what you find? <laughs> Is it sardine? <laughs> a jellyfish. <laughs> 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 Dude, Chad, you found a jellyfish. This one's a fat one. Oh, nice, more jelly. Oh, that's like maybe a little older. This one's huge. This one, yeah, this one's ancient. I don't know if we can eat it. It seems too wise. Its aura is so powerful. All right, yeah, slap it on my back. Sweet. Um, Mac will do a quick, clean kill on the jellyfish because he is like a bit of a cook. As you touch it, um, roll me a D8 and two D4s and tell me the combination of the D4s and the D8. Oh, okay. (laughs) D8 is a two. <laughs> okay, you get two temporary hit points. Oh, sweet. Ooh. D4 is a three. You lose three hit points. <laughs> and other D4 is a three. Okay, so you get two temporary hit points and then immediately take six damage. <laughs> okay, so I took four <laughs> They're damage. like a little bit poisonous and also a little bit a healing. <laughs> um, and are they edible? <laughs> They are, absolutely. Mac, I think you're eating it wrong. I, t- I touched it and it hurt me. So I don't know if that revaluates yeah. anybody on whether or not we should eat this. Well, you shouldn't eat it raw, dude. Do we have any more? Let's just do pocket browns and. I'm going to slap a, a big old jelly on. <laughs> no, Hungry Days back. Great, go I think for you're it. eating it wrong. Uh, roll a D8. I rolled an eight. Eight temporary hit points for Mavris. And a four. No. And a four. I, even out <laughs> zero. Wow. I rolled max rolls on all of them. Immediately lose eight. Huh. That was fine. 
<laughs> but that's true. You're net zero. <laughs> okay, so it's just like a spicy thing. Like, do you still feel full, even though it made you kind of sick? I guess. So it's Not like really. having Taco Bell or something. So I'm just going to eat one. Yeah. I'm just gonna it's kind of empty calories, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to eat another one, I guess. It's kind of like, like tofu, I guess. Go for it. No? Give me your rolls. <laughs> I, I also got net zero. I got uh, two twos <laughs> and a four. You get a little All jelly right, in your belly. It was uh, fine. It hurts and helps you at the same time, leading to a confusing nothing. Fuck it, I'll have one. <laughs> what do I roll? Uh, a D8. Tell me what you get. Okay, I lost two hit points. <laughs> seven. Oh, okay, so uh, Hungry Dave, you get seven temporary hit points. Then roll I mean, two D4s. Four. Hungry Dave has three temporary hit points. Of all of you, it's no surprise that the iron stomach <laughs> of Hungry Dave would take this jellyfish and turn it into something good. But yes, it's good, right? You you all have a belly full of jelly, and you're ready. You're ready to start your day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Okay. All right. Um, so what is on this island that we spent 12 hours sleeping and partying on? <laughs> um, it honestly feels quiet. All you know is that there's 
a path of stepping stones and these trees that line it and then fan out to obscure your view. Yeah, I mean, we could just go up the stairs. That's the only place to go that's not littered with these fucking jellyfish that are going to make me yarf <laughs> if I fucking see them anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate that. Also, yeah. also, we can talk a little bit more in the future about like respecting your meat, like the things that like gave their life so like you could have a meal, Tread. Uh, okay, yeah, if you need to sidebar with me, dude, we can do it now. <laughs> Mac, it's just like, are we going to do that right now? We're like, probably we'll not going to do that right now, but let's sidebar that sidebar. <laughs> okay, wow. we'll plan on a future sidebar. Okay. Uh, wow. Dude, Mac, you're so spiritual. I love that, man. Yeah, actually, you know what? Mavericks and Dave, give me like an insight to see if you sense some of this drama going down. <laughs> I'm rolling like crazy good right now. Twenty one on on stuff that matters. Mavris, your your oh boys are not in a good place with each other right now. There's drama. Hey boys. The hey my boys. Yeah. Um, why don't we just have a quick check in about our goals for the day? Right. Make sure that okay. we're on the same same cool. page. That we're on the same uh, side. All right. Yeah. So it seems like Max' goals are to make me feel like a piece of shit. And <laughs> my goal is to have a good fucking summer, and I can't do it okay. if Max, if Max is being negative all day. All right, that's all. Okay, I'm um, sorry that I'm being negative about like the Earth. Okay, he's just mad because his guitar got permanently waterlogged. That yeah. is true. I hadn't considered that at all. That like you had just lost your guitar, and so like for me to like value the jellyfish over you in that moment, over your feelings, was like fucked up on my part. So I like fully apologize. I'm gonna say something that I don't know if Tread has admitted to himself, but some of you might have picked up on. Tread's guitar is fucked. Okay, oh, so that okay. really fucking sucks for me. And I appreciate <laughs> you letting me know that you noticed that I'm having a rough day so far. Um, and I want to apologize to you because I know you have spent your entire life caring a lot about animals. And I didn't mean to be so flippant in that moment. Um, mm -hmm. I don't care about animals so much as I care about like the preparation of food and also beer. <laughs> you don't care about animals. <laughs> no, not particularly. I don't. I don't like them. No. Mac, you were so close. All right. Okay. So, I... Great. do you guys want to enter this island? <laughs> yes. I want to make sure everyone has their sunglasses back. I just was keeping them just because I was worried about the. Yeah, because you storm. have that cool briny feather. This is like yeah. Final Fantasy VII uh, accessories style. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can just have the one. In yeah. this stunning poison. display of friendship, Mavris helps Tread and Mac talk through their feelings and then returns everyone their Matrix sunglasses. Holy shit. All right. Let's enter the let's enter the Matrix. And you enter <laughs> the Matrix beyond the stepping stones. Um so you follow the stepping stones to a clearing so you're going there's trees on either side but then they part and there's a nice clearing obviously a very intentional one uh with a garden and a small cottage there's a greenhouse jutting out from the cottage the garden is overgrown but it looks as if at one point to have been meticulously cataloged this is like a studious gardener um there are also some more tidal pools but this time they look Again, intentional. There's small saltwater ponds to cultivate certain creatures of underwater flora. There are a few trees. Some are blossoming fruits that shimmer in the diffused sunlight from the mist. Um, a 
bee's nest dangles from one of the tree's branches. There are vegetables with uh, time and weather faded labels and a, a kneeling board that a gardener might use, but again, overgrown with these weeds. Uh, there's a section of strange flowers. There's fuzzy dandelions the size of a basketball and moonflowers, which are just blue sunflowers. Do we see any penis-shaped accessories that might have been dropped by a bachelorette party or maybe like a clutch or an espadrille. Um, give me an investigation. That's a 21. Dave has a lot of sisters. With a 21, you find something penis-shaped. It's a zucchini. <laughs> okay. I pick it and hold it up. Yo, guys. Okay, that's hilarious. Dude, hey, look at this. It looks like a dick. God. <laughs> oh, Whoa. I didn't even realize that. What if... <laughs> hey, what if this was my dick? <laughs> oh, whoa. That would be what insane. are you talking about? <laughs> right? Doesn't this place look like um, a puzzle? Oh, like like that you would find like a picture of something that would be a puzzle? Yeah. It does look like a picture. Like it Ooh. feels picturesque. It feels like someone's dream. It feels like someone lived a very peaceful, curious, private, quiet life. Cool. Should we go into that house? Yeah, yeah. I guess we could have slept here last night, but <laughs> yeah, wouldn't have been. There's just too a fucking bad. house. Yeah. the beach. Beach was a good vibe. I'm so though. it was. It was a good vibe for like the first bunch of hours, but like I'm so sunburned right now. There yeah. were some drawbacks it, it, to the beach. Yeah. yeah. If there was, if there's any like unspoiled food in here, I'm gonna be legit mad. Like I'll actually be upset. There, I mean, there is. There's a vegetable garden right here. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna pick some vegetables to use, like you- anything unusual, so that I can use it as ingredients. In the future. Right. Oh, so wow. do you want to know what you see in the vegetable garden? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go over to the vegetable garden. The very first thing that happens is from a, a patch of leeks and garlic, a little onion man pops out, slashes your ankle with a blade of grass. <laughs> oh, what the for- fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. For uh, five slashing is, damage. This is, to him, this is worse than the ghost. This is worse than any, just absolutely losing his shit, screaming. What the Onion the Man fuck? does immediately run away, though. What the shit? Do you fucking him? kill him? Kill that little fuck. I'm going to firebolt the Onion Man. <laughs> Yeah, where's Tivo? Tivo, I, wish- I have to warn you, the Onion Man has very good stealth. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think I, Mavris just was thinking about having the first salad he's ever eaten in like two weeks. <laughs> and, like, and, like, and, then, and then this happens and immediately feels wrong. This food is fucked up. These vegetables are doing nothing for us. I'm not going to tell you what he rolled. Everyone tried to give me a perception check to find him. Where is he? Where's that little fuck? Oh. Whoa, what happened to like respecting your food? This one quit beating up my friend. You really hurt my friend. The food didn't respect me, Tread. And if you need to sidebar again, you just say it to me. Okay, well, neither did the jellyfish because that one stung you, right? It stung me too. <laughs> but it also filled our bellies. Well, you need another Mavericks fucking intervention. Uh, that's a 15. I got a 17. I got a 16. <laughs> The Onion Man got a 22 stealth. He disappears oh. into the weeds. All right. What about Steve? Is there any other fucking weird ass dudes in here? I have my axe out, just like walking around, like ready. <laughs> Who fucks in here? You see 
some regular food like zucchinis and squashes. You also see some that like look as though they've been experimented with. There's like tomatoes the size of blueberries, blueberries the size of tomatoes. Um, I'm gonna get I'll get a I'll get a blue tomato. Yeah, it's a it's like a really it's it's really tender like a blueberry. (laughs) So it's like a really ineffective way to transport the fruit juice. But yeah, it's there. You could like spike a seltzer with that. That would be awesome. Tread, tread, you absolutely you absolutely need to watch yourself tread <laughs> tread stands behind Mavris. <laughs> you also see some phosphorescence in the dirt uh you see like some very like leafy tops of some kind of root vegetable and through the dirt you even see a little bit of luminance is that a glotato <laughs> glotato since the last thing that was underground <laughs> fucking attacked me i'm going to go out of character and slightly disrespect this food and I'm going to Mario wow. 2 style start to pull it out. <laughs> All right, you pull it out. It's a carrot. It's just a cool sort of glowing carrot. It's just a fucking glowing carrot, everybody. <laughs> it's okay. a glowing carrot, uh, yeah. Can I, make a, pretty rad. can I make a perception check to see if there's any hops in this garden to for a peace offering? Oh, mm. yeah, do it up. Okay, I only rolled a three. <laughs> You only rolled the three. I mean, you don't know what hops look like. You're a seltzer guy. <laughs> that's fucking. That's true. That's fucking crabgrass. That's fucking crabgrass. <laughs> Red walks back dejected and gets stabbed by an onion. <laughs> Ow! Fuck! <laughs> I'm gonna keep heading towards this cabin. Yeah, I feel I'm gonna like, pocket. Oh. I'm gonna pocket the glowing carrots. How many glowing carrots are there? Uh, we roll me a d4. Two. There's two glowing carrots. I pocket them. Great. So y'all want to go to the uh, cottage? Yeah. 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 Cool. You approach the door of the cottage. On either side, you do notice it almost looks like maybe a garden statue, but if you look closer, it's two small statues of Gorgons, which are the immortal snake-haired sisters, and you enter the cottage. It is a one-room cottage. At the center of the room is a large fringed carpet under a Queen Anne wing back reading chair with a side table with an empty china teacup with a few leaves dried in it at the bottom there's also like a stained glass floor lamp you can tell by the fact that there's no heat or electricity that it's lit up by a continual flame Um, there's also a kitchenette in the corner with some alchemical beakers a bookshelf against the wall that's like bursting at the seams with books and there's there's even folded paper cranes flitting about it with their wings making the sound of the flipping pages of a book there's also tread you notice a stand with a beautiful acoustic guitar on it and some handwritten sheet music and you know there's there's like potted plants everywhere this is like total someone's cottage dream there's cottage sea glass wind (laughs) it's a cottage core there's sea glass wind chimes that jingle even though there's no outside airflow it's very very peaceful but again it doesn't look as though someone's been living here for a while hello hello hey <laughs> hello hey hello is everyone here can i pick up that guitar and see if i see if it, I, I can tune it to like drop d real quick Tread, you pick up this guitar. First off, it is uncannily light. This is made with wood from the Whisperwood outside of Gladeholm. So this is an uncannily light, delicate, 
resonant acoustic guitar. But when you go to tune it, even though you get the sense this thing hasn't been played in years, it is perfectly in tune. Oh my, I play a fucking huge power chord on it. <laughs> Do you? Give me a wisdom save. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> to five? You take four psychic damage, but you do successfully play your power chord. Oh, it was worth it. <laughs> I hope you uh, make it obvious. But you guys here, Tread just like, absolutely makes the most beautiful. Like, how, what do you want this power chord to sound like? Uh, like the opening two chords of uh, Blink 182's All the Small Things. Okay. <laughs> the rest of you, the rest of you could fucking swear you were at a Blink 182 concert the second uh, Tread's fingers touched those strings. DeLong? DeLong? Is DeLong here? Oh my god, this Crap. is the fucking nicest thing anyone's ever said. Dave is like holding a, a teacup and inspecting it and just drops it when he hears <laughs> Tread. There's music here. Is it like maybe like a password or something so you could like actually play this and not hurt yourself? Ooh, that would and be that sheet awesome. music. Yeah, there's sheet you music. Can give me, right? You can give me an insight. Yeah, all right, I'll take a look at this sheet music. I'm like mostly self-taught, but yeah, I'll take a look at this sheet music. And I'll do, I'll do an insight on like his guitar and stuff. I need you to give me an honest answer right now, Tread. Can you read sheet music? I <laughs> Tread's more of a tabs guy. Okay, this is actually just chords and not power chords. This is like real chords. I think I could probably decipher some like, if they're basic chords, I might be able to to know like some notes. Um, and uh, Mac, you wanted to look at the guitar? Yeah, I just wanted to I'll see do that too. like how magical it was. I got a, I got a 23 on my insight. Oh. oh, sorry, I got I got better than that. I got a 24. With a 24, wow. you know that the reason that Tread took uh, that damage was because he hasn't attuned himself to this instrument. So if he mm. spent a half hour noodling on this thing, the guitar would become his and it wouldn't, you know, be difficult for him to play. Dude, this is like if DeLong just like walked up to a seafoam green Stratocaster and just started like freaking out on it. Like you need to respect this instrument, just like we need okay. to respect the little onion men that come out of the ground and attack us. Yeah. DeLong <laughs> didn't just like get to build his own custom Strat after Dude Ranch. He had to exactly wait until <laughs> take off your pants and jacket. Yeah. I was okay. going to say anima, but even more so take off your pants. Actually, while all this is happening, um, Hungry Dave, give me a perception check. And anyone else who wants to investigate anything else, let me know what you're. Can I make a history to. check? Yeah. Ooh, I got a fifteen oh. on investigate, just like around the room. I guess I want to look at the books and stuff. I got a history check for sixteen, and Dave got a thirteen on perception. Dave's head is on a swivel, looking for a PS3, <laughs> <laughs> specifically a PS3. For him to eat. Dave, something does catch your eye, which is there's a little workstation with some metallurgy on it. Clearly a place that maybe this person used to adorn and decorate weaponry. Um, and with oh, your nice. history check, I'll just throw in some history stuff, Mavers in general. The thing that they were working on last was uh, a pair of bracers that a uh, merfolk would wear. And mm. on the side of it, there's uh, pictures of merfolk with like ranged weapons and bows and arrows and stuff like that. Do you think I could like pull off some bracelets? Actually, with your history check, Mavis, I'll tell you that you know that this is so that a merfolk could fire a ranged weapon underwater without Whoa. the water resistance impairing it. I, Whoa. Dave, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to gas you up for a second here. 
I think you look really fucking cool with these bracers on. I think you could be a bracelet guy. <laughs> yeah. Dave blushes really hard. <laughs> the sunburned dragonborn blushes even further. Are you a red dragon? Do you get sunburned more inside? We all need aloe. <laughs> fucking shit, slap him on me, right? Yeah. Um, and then, Mac, you said that you were investigating the, the bookshelf? Yeah. Cool. So you go over to the bookshelf. Um, like I said, you see there's like this these fun little enchanted folded paper cranes flitting about that sound like the flipping of uh, pages of a book. Um, you also see there's tons of books. A lot of them are old and faded, but one does stand out. It's a journal bound in lizard skin. Whoa. Rude. Um, absolutely pull that out of the old bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> so... As you start to skim through this lizard skin book, maybe Mavris is looking over your shoulder too, so there's like some some history and some context coming into play. Do you mind? Do you mind if I look over your shoulder? Yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> it's making it kind of hard to read, but sure. I cover Steve-O's eyes. I want to see. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and uh, you read this personal journal of a high elf druid from Gladeholm. As you skim through it, you first read about her arriving at the island, delighting in the privacy of it. You read her growing fascination with the sea and her wizardly side coming out as she studies the ink of octopuses and a unique breed of jellyfish that can produce by cloning themselves. A little later, she mentions developing a friendship with the merfolk, tending to their wounds when they get caught in the fisher's nets. She gets even like a little indignant about it. And from this journal, you actually learn that that she is the one who conjured this mist to protect them. Mm. Then she talks about another high elf from Gladeholm finding her, which she's, uh, you know, torn on. But she, you know, she was clearly in her own little bubble, right? And this other high elf comes along, tells her about the war against Osmodius. This other high elf is angry. They're raging against someone named Lucanus Ertea for squandering the long lives of elves in battle. They complain that while humans that die at battle are robbed of decades, elves are robbed of potentially centuries when they fall in battle. This druid is conflicted by this visit from this high elf from where she grew up. She likes her privacy, but she also feels a duty to the city that she was raised in. But then at that point, the notes get shorter and more scattered and infrequent. She starts referencing magics that she's inexperienced with, blood magic, necromancy, reckless hybridization. There's a couple entries towards the end that are like, I'm close, I think I found a solution. Then the final page is just a doodle, but a intricate one, clearly one done with vision and passion. It looks like a series of liquid-filled pods, shiny and translucent like fish eggs, but longer and more cylindrical with something forming inside. And that's what you, that's, you stand there, skim through this entire fucking journal, and that's what oh. you get. <laughs> Gang, have you guys ever played or seen Resident Evil? Yeah, why do you think I was looking for the PS3? Dude? Yeah, so um, we're in it. Uh, huh? This uh, I, I tell everybody um, what I read that that there's these 
two elves and there was one who lived here and one that was upset about elves being killed in battle yeah you got you guys know because for the party plane the party plane is near glade home and that's where a lot of you are from i think all of you are from the the tiefling party plane right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know epic. like yep. the the war with osmodius just happened this is clearly from a time when it was starting to happen you guys have maybe heard of lucanus artea he's like this guy in Glade home that's influential in politics and he really, really argued that the High Elves should uh, go to war uh, against Osmodius and it was controversial and clearly whoever visited this druid, this druid clearly had like left Glade home but then was visited by a Glade home elf who was kind of saying like, hey, this is fucked up, you need to help. Does it look like there's signs of a struggle at all in here? Are you looking for anything unusual or anything like that? What's unusual? You notice a a pair of jeans crumpled in the corner. <laughs> what? Um, Which like does not whoa. match the cottage core aesthetic at all. Wait, what? Okay, can I inspect the jeans? Because this seems like fucking epic Bonfrere behavior happened in here. <laughs> what if they're like Carl's jeans, dude? <laughs> or the fu- or fucking Infinities? What? Are those Levi five hundred ones? That's Carl's <laughs> brand. Are they anyway? fucking? Are they J Crew or Madewell? I need to know. Did they close? Did they close <laughs> the cabin? Shit, dude, that's an 18 on my inspection. These jeans are magical, and there's like a strong pull to put your hand in the pocket. I do it. Okay, as you reach into the pocket of the jeans, the world, (laughs) an onion comes out now, the world collapses around you, and you are transported to a pocket dimension, specifically a pocket walk-in closet. Ooh, It's a pretty bare closet, actually. It looks very utilitarian, even though there's there's space in it. You see on a metal rod, there's a few empty hangers. Three hangers, you see scuba suits. And then folded on the ground, you see a pile of uh, floral rompers. And on top of that, uh, a pile of little bachelorette sashes. And there's one more thing that you see that's pretty fucking interesting. Tell me. Next to these scuba suits is a duster. Specifically one that looks just like the duster that Keanu Reeves wears in The Matrix. Something epic happened here. (laughs) My God. Tread, where'd you go? Tread. The jeans ain't tread. Tread. You guys can go into the vans too. Come in here quick, dudes. (laughs) We jump into the jeans. Foot first into the. <laughs> All right, you guys jackknife. appear. You see everything that Tread just saw: these three scuba suits, this uh, matrix duster, this little pile of bachelorette outfits. Does it look like there were other scuba suits yes. before? And like a lot of them have been taken. There are okay. four. There's four rompers and there's four empty hangers. Gosh. Whoa. So the bachelorettes went <laughs> scuba diving. That's a wild weekend. This is strange. They're really living it up. So what's going on with this duster? Uh. <laughs> yeah, is this, I feel like it would make most sense for me to wear the duster. It seems, well, interesting you would say that. I feel- Does anyone want to like interact with the duster, learn more about the duster? Yeah, I'll just, I'll take a look at it. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Can I, <laughs> we both oh, are cool. just like looking at huh. it like as if we're both going to take it. Like one person oh, I'll, I'll put my as the yeah. other. We're just like, yeah, this is interesting. Probably Let's look at magic the sleeve. Wait, Mac, Link if, if I put you on my shoulders, we could both wear the duster. Yeah. Seems cumbersome. Seems like a cumbersome way to live. I could also just wear it by myself. No, don't listen to Dave. <laughs> I'm going to write, I'm going to roll a persuasion check to try to persuade. 
and Mac. That I don't know. I don't know if this is. Maybe there's something else that makes sense for you. <laughs> okay. Like like Let a romper. See. That's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Wait, what did you get? I rolled an eighteen and I add eight, so I got a. Okay, Mac. What? Um, I'm gonna say, give me a wisdom save to not be persuaded by this. 21. All right, Mavericks, you successfully. What do you say to Mac to th- to sort of make your case? Mac, I respect you so much, and I really appreciate you <laughs> picking up the slack and kind of leading this crew. While I'm sidebarred fully. This is not in front uh-huh. of everyone. Yeah, this is a <laughs> right, sidebar. Yeah. I expect, a selfish I, one. <laughs> I really respect how you've uh, kind of picked up Carl Slack and uh, really are kind of right. being the glue of this group. And, you know... If I'm going to be honest right now, like, I just feel like it would be really cool for me to wear that jacket. <laughs> You're saying, like, as the leader, I should probably wear, like, a scuba suit because, like, that's what the other people are exactly, wearing. Exactly. Exactly what I'm okay. saying. This actually really adds up. Yeah. We Unfortunately, it does add up for you, Mac. <laughs> I also like the idea of there just being, like, a, a small but stocky scuba suit hanging right next to a super long duster, just being so clearly wouldn't fit. You're wearing the duster, and it's just... <laughs> that is true. The duster, this yeah. Mac, the small dwarf, if you wore this duster, there would be about, like, a foot of extra fabric that you would constantly <laughs> trip over. A wedding yeah. train. Okay, well... If we're thinking Carl closed underwater, <laughs> uh, we better we better suit up. Suit up than Jean. Can I? Yeah, I want to. Can I make an insight check on the the, the yeah. duster? I don't even know what it does. I just know that Mavericks would have really wanted it. <laughs> uh, Sixteen. This duster is two. It's like a com- a powerful combination of two different types of cloaks. One is called the cloak of the manta ray. Yes. It gives you a swim speed and you can breathe under the water. Oh my God. The other is the cloak of billowing. As a bonus action, you can make it dramatically billow. <laughs> <laughs> I don it and I just sort of billow there for a second. Tread looks down at the ground and then reluctantly hands Mavericks's Neo sun- like glasses. <laughs> Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you yeah, no, it really it makes n- no you sense kinda, for me to have them. Have to wear I them. turn I turn away from everyone and then turn back slowly. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I, you need the, you needed the glasses. It's just so right. Give me a performance check with triple advantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, performance. I got a uh, eighteen. It's okay. No, it's good. It's good. Pretty solid. It's really solid. Hey, I, I take, I untie the you little briny feather. You stumble a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, you take out your briny feather. Hand it to Tread. Hey, uh, is that? Are you at all interested in this feather? <laughs> interested? <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> Tread is also wearing a romper and is like, sorry, were we gonna? I when you guys said suit up, oh, I was go like, under yeah, the water. Under, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. All right, we're going under the water. Do we get the sense that? Carl was with the bachelorette party still. Do we see anything of Carl's left over here? You don't see anything of Carl's left over here. I'm going to take one of these. Is Infinity Sash here? Yeah, the bestie to the bestie to the betrothed is here. I will take her cool. sash just mm. in case there we have any way of like magical means of like finding somebody. Oh, cool, cool. Um, so I'm going to grab her sash and then we're scuba up and I guess we exit the um little pocket plane. So great. So the jeans spit you all back out. Mavericks is now wearing this awesome duster. The rest of you are wearing scuba suits, which actually are made out of the skins of bullywugs. Oh. It's a thing that you can do. Mac, how do you feel about this? (laughs) Seems insane that somebody would do this. 
seems like a bad idea, but it worked. I don't know. Are these pot? Are these possum made? I look at the little tag. It's just weird that they included the mouths and the smiles and the teeth. Actually, Mac, give me a a, a little check. Perception. Yeah, or investigation or something. Ten. You know what? You just fucking know this shit because this is your shit. Underneath the sink, there is a vat of ale. What? With some scribbled notes on the side, timing its fermentation with the moon and the tides. But more importantly than that, you see a jar of brewer's yeast. As a beer enthusiast, you know that yeast strains play like more of a part in imparting flavor and aroma than the average beer consumer might know, right? Right. And you also know that like certain monastic traditions would pass down a certain strain of prized yeast over the years and keep making beer from it. Oh my God, Secret Island beer. <laughs> yeah, but you also know that yeast is a fungus that's alive. This this yeast feels more alive than other yeasts you've encountered. Okay. Um, holy Mac, are you okay? You got really quiet. The yeast quiet. is a beast. I'm really good. I'm really, I've never been better. Um, I'm going to take the yeast and put it carefully in my pack. And then I'm going to take a sip of the ale to see if it, it does it look like done does it this this would be like, like over fermented actually this would be because it's been like fermenting for so long actually if you're gonna open it give me a little like check because it's probably gonna explode con saving throw i would say like yeah give me a deck save oh. just to get out of the way look of the out! Cork just like exploding <laughs> off of it 15 15 you pop this cork into the sky but dodge out of the way whoa whoa maverick's like matrix leans out of the way <laughs> <laughs> slow motion <laughs> does your cloak bellow as you do it of course <laughs> um yeah you take a sip of it it feels like whatever it feels like whatever the yeast could do it's gone funky because it's just like it's kind of skunked at this point can i does this magic yeast look like i can do because obviously i'm a magic brewer yeah i don't do, I don't need to take as long to make regular beer. I can like enchant beer. Can I like make up a quick batch of this and put it in my little keg? Yeah. Sweet. I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah. Since you're a magic brewer, like, yeah, like you don't need to do the other formalities that a regular brewer would. Great. Um, I've actually taken a bunch of hits from like touching <laughs> stuff. So could we do like just like a quick hour short rest? Yeah. That'd be a good Whoa, time for Tread nice. to attune himself to his instrument. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Let's do that. Let's, let's get our stuff ready. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Tread, I'm going to maybe need to know from you like what personally you want to do to attune yourself to this instrument i don't know what tread usually does to like make a connection and a bond with an instrument you can of course you you do have this you could also use this time to try to repair your fucked up guitar i look at my guitar and i'm like ah fuck this um <laughs> and i sit down with the new elven uh whisperwood guitar and i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna play my song of rest that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. use my this time with. Oh yeah. Are there lyrics for the song Arrest? Oh uh oh yeah, of course. Um <laughs> This summer sun is the fucking best. So let's all take this short little rest. <laughs> the catalog is so deep. And yet, yeah, that was so just potent. such a different style. Yeah, it was but... just so tender. Your yeah. fingers on these strings, the strings give like melting butter to your fingers. You are in complete command of this instrument now. This is fucking Caraba level. 
and I'll, I'll make I'll make the beer. I think that you I think that you maybe won't know what happens with the like there there is something special that comes from this but I think maybe you won't know until it comes into play. Does it taste good? It tastes like the best beer you've ever made. What is your dream beer? For Mac, I I think him doing all these like super thick beers is him trying to be more of a beer snob than maybe he actually is. Mm-hmm. I think Truly, Mac's favorite beer would be like, like a crisp summer ale, like just like, <laughs> like a Sam Adams. It's for this time, like not a Sam Adams, like a, a seasonal ale. Sit like some a citrus, a maybe saison, maybe like a ooh, a yeah, like a saison, oh, farmhouse, maybe? definitely not a shanty, <laughs> uh, but just like something with maybe like a pale, like a pale ale or a um, saison. Great. That's exactly mm. what it tastes like. This is really fucking good, guys. You all sip on it and like you feel just a little something extra. This is crisp shit. This is your best brew. This is fucking crisp, man. Whoa, really? Yeah. yeah. This is really drinkable so, and I'm really liking it. <laughs> Cottage Core IPA. Ooh. <laughs> Love that name. Love this beer. Love my boys. Wow. <laughs> and on that note, did you guys have anything else that you wanted to do in here? Um, can I try and wear the jeans? <laughs> uh, yeah, you reach the you reach for the jeans, right? And it's almost like one of those fake dog turds, <laughs> where it's like uh, in the little shape that it's in. But you could try to like twist your body into that shape. <laughs> uh, Dave, be yeah. so careful. <laughs> I'll give you the help action. Right. I'm actually surprisingly flexible. So yeah, let me give it a shot. Cool. It's just like <laughs> okay. that they're not it, it, they're not pants. It's definitely you're like, to, like your, your legs <laughs> will be bent in weird places. In you're weird trying ways. to put your legs into like a statue, essentially. <laughs> yeah, it looks more like a sculpture than anything. Oh, it's like yeah. it's like a cupboard or it's like a cabinet in the shape of jeans. I got you. Let's try to find where they enter the water mm. and go there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What are you doing to try to find where they entered the water? Who, does anybody have good investigate? Does anyone have decent investigate? I have decent survival. Mm. I have I have pretty good investigate too. Sweet. Um, I will go ahead and um, you know what? Maybe if if Maverick has good survival to check for tracks, maybe I'll bless Maverick. And if you can give him Bardic, then maybe we could get a super high. Whoa. Maybe we can get him going. Yeah. Uh, definitely, okay. Brad. Uh, do you want me to sing this song again? Because I already sang it once. <laughs> like, if you're feeling low, you're sick and tired. Well, just think of me and be inspired. <laughs> 19 on the dice. Whoa. 19 whoa. on the dice? So plus you get a D4 so, for bless. Plus two, so 21. So 21 plus... Uh, you don't even use your bardic inspiration. Yeah. Your your duster, your neo-duster is billowing behind you as you survey the scene. Everything goes slow motion, and you do see flipper tracks that disappear under the rug in the middle of the room. Whoa. whoa. What? Hey, I was thinking we were going to have to go in the ocean. It's a good thing we look for fucking flipper tracks. I, I thought of this rug right when we got here and immediately forgot. Uh, <laughs> Let's pull open the rug. We pull up the rug. Yeah. Okay, you rip the rug out from underneath this sweet little reading nook in the center of the room, and there is a door. What? Like a circular trap door. Okay. These bachelorettes know something. They knew it's is this an after party? Like if we didn't we didn't know that there was like an after hours thing. I feel like we would have We've been invited to no stage of the party. This sucks. Yeah. Okay. Well the Bonfrères are fucking party crashers, okay? <laughs> okay. So be it. Let's hope let's open the door. Alright, uh, open the door. Great. You grab the metal handle of the door and tug and 
Nothing happens. It's locked. What? Wait, oh. what? Okay, I guess we have to go home. <laughs> is there a is there a lock? Th- is there like a keyhole or can, anything? Can I mage hand it from the other side? Ooh. Sure, yeah. Ooh. You summon a magical cantrip that <laughs> just sort of fumbles at this locked door. <laughs> Everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. My, my cloak is billowing. Does this seem locked by magic or does it seem locked by like a key? There is literally a key, but in multiple senses of the word. Oh my God. I think I, I've got to go sit down and learn how to fucking read music. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> You have to play this song to open it. Wait, what? Uh, Tread chugs uh, Max Brew and then sits in front of the <laughs> uh, and sits in front of the sheet music. Tread, give me an intelligence or maybe even a performance check. If I can do performance, then that's a twenty, a dirty one. Mm. Tread sits down and he plays a couple of these chords that have been handwritten, and then you hear the loudest rumbling, scraping of metal as this door slides into the floor and reveals a chute. And you see that it actually forks. And as you like look down into it, it feels, it gives you almost like that feeling of vertigo. This chute goes deep. In fact, you believe this chute goes to the bottom of the ocean. And that's where we'll end our episode. Whoa! Whoa. I want to jump. Yeah. Oh my god. That was so so cool. Oh man, I wanted to spend like three episodes in this in this cottage. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff in there. Hey, you technically haven't left. If you want to try and find whatever you can, you. We got to jump down. We're on the short rest. Let's let's pick apart the entire cottage on the short rest. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you everything that was in it. Email us the uh, architectural documents, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll have the floor plan available on Patreon, actually. It's mostly like an apothecary cabinet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, cool. So thanks, everyone, for listening. You can hear us talk more on our Patreon at patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. Does anyone have anything to plug? Um, I would love to plug our P.O. box again. We have a bounty of treats that have arrived, uh, and I'm just trying to get through all of them and give shout-outs as necessary. Uh, First of all, this is an extremely fun one. Eric M. sent us a Jalapenos gift card. Okay. Oh, God. So many Red Bull margaritas. We will. I can't wait to go there. I know. It's become this, Uh, like, beacon of hope for us now. Like, I hold this gift card in my hand, and I'm like, one day, one day. Um, we also got uh, a lovely note and a drawing of Peepa Luke holding hard one from Jane. It's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Capturing that famous moment. Um, Yang uh, at Gotrons on Twitter and Insta sent us custom Pokemon cards of the Band of Boobs. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, so cool. They're very cool. And you better believe they're holograms. I don't know how Yang did it, but they look dope as hell. Uh, we also got a nice note from Jeremy congratulating us on finishing campaign one. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Namaste. It you. still doesn't feel real uh, that we have just 100 episodes of content floating around out there. <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, Issa at uh, IG Maze Art sent us custom tarot cards and stickers. Uh, oh. They are incredibly cute. 
they like hand painted on bicycle tarot. playing cards with these little like tarot designs. They're incredible. Oh yeah. And then uh, last but certainly not least, we have some save the dates. Congratulations to Yay! Hannah and Eric, Austin and Dylan. Beth and Jordan. Uh, thank you as well, Beth, who sent along some mushroom stickers for Moonshine and Kayla thank and you. Alan. Best of luck to you all on your nuptials. Yeah, we'll all be there. I'm bringing a plus eight. My boys from H-Town, <laughs> we like to party. <laughs> and that's all. I've got some more stuff at the P.O. Box, but I'll shout that out next week. Thank you so much. Great. Uh, if you'd like to send us stuff, of course, it's 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Uh, Jake, do you have anything to plug? Uh, nope, but I want to plug just whatever whatever Zach's about to plug. I'm going to oh, double okay, down Zach, on that. Zach, what does Jake want to plug? Jake wants to plug, I got two <laughs> things. Uh, nice. First thing, I guess, you know, I'll plug my Twitch. It's Zach Oyama on Twitch. I, I'll do it oh, every now I and then. I wanted to place. plug that. Uh, Hell yeah. And then yeah. the print shop, right? Y'all, y'all have such a... Oh, oh I should. yes, we haven't even talked about <laughs> I it yet. I actually yes. should have uh, remembered to plug that. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like something to plug. Thank you, Zach. Thank you for doing your job. <laughs> Good work. Uh, yeah, the NADPOD yes, print shop. Uh, NADPOD.com so slash print shop. Uh, you can check out any uh, any piece of art that any of the amazing artists have made for us. And anything you purchase, all of the proceeds go to the artist themselves. So uh, check it out. Support our artists. And if you're an artist yourself, feel free to upload at NADPOD.com slash print shop. Cool. Awesome. Very cool. Great. And uh, you can also follow us all on Twitter. Um, at chmurf is murph. At Caldy is Caldwell. At Jake Hurwitz is Jake. At Zach Oyama er, is at is Zach Oyama. <laughs> and at EXPERT is me. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADDPOD. We are, we are the youth of the, the mission. mission. We, we are, are, we are. We are. The youth of the nation. Already will all flow. <laughs> all right. All right. We're leaving the boat. Hello, friends. Caldwell here. It is the end of our show, which means it's time to shout out our benevolent council of elders. Let's get right to it. Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, Matt M., and Jordan DJ. A group of friends who were staying in the island cottage before the Bonfrères arrived. If the boys had rolled higher on their investigation check, they could have found Matt M's missing toothbrush. Bummer. Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, Dylan B, Schubert the Mushroom, and Danielle the Dastardly Dame. Waiters at Hungry Dave's new seafood restaurant, BBBQ. And yes, the extra B does stand for back. Andrew M. Beardman Dan, Chris R, Scott D, Danny P, and Elena C. Steam Methods who survived the attack on the cruise ship. They made their way back to Salty Peaks and now run an extremely popular vape shop. Oh, good for them. Mixologist Michael McD, Ryan W, Adam R, Balnor's Boy, and Andrew B. The elven composers who wrote the song that Tread played on his guitar. They claim that the music was gifted to them by a mysterious deity known as the DeLong. Justin I, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Kaylee Elise, Elena M, and Jacob C. A bachelor party currently tearing it up in Salty Peaks. It's a good thing the Bon Frères went into the mist, because if these two groups interacted, the clam dunk would never recover. Trey Lay the Cray Fay, Jared E, Christopher B, 
Austin MR, and Damiel R. Employees at the brunch restaurant on the other side of the island. Honestly, if any of the boys had walked like 50 feet east, they would have seen it. Which is a real shame, because the restaurant made way too many breakfast sandwiches and now has to throw them all out. Ah well, what could have been? Jordan L, cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Gage M, Destin C, and Richard X Machina. Hungry Dave's dragonborn friends. They all eat two to three goats per meal and refer to Dave as Slim David. Cute. Michael L, Kelvin Noodles, Sergio, Salazar, Solomon, Zacharias de Sequani, Trask the Traveler, and Eric and Andrea B. The members of the returning Beer Olympics champions, the Paddle Puppies. While the Bon Frères are distracted, the puppies are focused on what's important, beer and paddleboarding. Jory S, Dana G, Callum L, Ryan, Jack L, and Flawless Whale. The legendary Beer Olympics team that trained the Paddle Puppies. They were called the Surf Dogs, and yes, they were actual dogs who surfed. Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, Reese NS, and Matthew E. Carl's tight-knit family who is currently freaking out because they haven't gotten their daily check-in text from Carl. They also have Mavers' number, but he hasn't been checking his messages. I mean, can you blame him? Sure, maybe a little, but you know. Mike H, Colton B, Adam G, Jens Christian T, and Mateo C. The owners of Mist Merch, a boardwalk gift shop that really leans into the mist as a tourist attraction. This has inspired many tourists to go missing in the mist, but hey, they're making bank. Eric B, Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, John H N, and Dan. The landscapers who designed the Druid's Magic Garden. Most of them were brutally killed by Onion Men. What can you say? They knew the risks. Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, CC Lulu, and Jay. Vendors at the mysterious Druid's favorite farmer's market. The only farmer's market with enough violent, sentient vegetables to lead an army. Barnesinator, Eric G, Michelle O, Luke H, and Adrian RH. Designers of the Pocket Dimension Jeans. Need jeans with more pocket room? These pocket dimensions are three times the size of any Jinko. Uh, impossible. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, Kevin M, and Austin C, a team of ornithologists who are super horny for Cavill, also known as Hornithologist. Ha, <laughs> nice. Devin W, New York, Stephen C, KJ, and Michael M, a chill crew of beachgoers who partied with the Bon Frères last night. Unfortunately, everyone was too drunk to remember any of it. Rahul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, Nick L, and Karen T. A squad of onion assassins whose only purpose is to murder gophers and slash intruders with blades of grass. <sighs> Deadly. Douglas A, Ekathor666, Shane B, Justin Raccoon, and Nick W. A team of radish toughs who are pounding their little rooty fists just waiting for Mac to enter the garden again so they can kick his ass. Watch out, Mac! Oh, they're peppery! Michael C., Robert F., Esme M., Angel B., and Nathan. The Pinteresters who inspired the Druid's cozy home. They are cottagecore to their core. Casimir, the all-knowing. Eric McD., Burley T., Axel A., and the Red Rain. 
a team of merfolk ultimate frisbee players who are flush with discs after all the bees Dave has been flinging into the water. If you could, like, hold on to those, uh, I'm coming for them. Uh, just, I'll be there any second. Christian A, J Dragonborn, Jonathan O, the Sandrayan, Grant, and Ben A, the ancient brewers who originally created the Cottagecore IPA. They were trapped in the yeast by forbidden magic, and some say their souls is what gives it its hoppy taste. Hmm, delicious. Veldanis, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, and Samuel B. Other travelers who tried some grilled jellyfish. Weird, they're all dead now. Keith K, Brittany B, Hannah W, Vashgard, Emilio D, and Frankie Koala. Friends hanging out in the other pocket dimension in the crumpled jeans. Too bad the Bonfreres didn't check the right pocket, because these folks are throwing kind of a rager. Big Bad John, Nathaniel P, Cody C, Aston S, Blair the Bug Blair Blarblarian, <laughs> great name, and Raphael O. More angry little onion folks. They all have knives, and they will cut you. If you thought you cried when you chop onions, wait till you see how bad you cry when they chop you. Felix NG Jr., Porkchop, Chanil M., Depressed Demon Hunter, Alice, and Finn C. A crew of divers who thought they were stranded in the mist till the decrepit bruise crews floated by. Thank God Mac didn't alert anyone when he watched it get pulled away. <laughs> That's Bonfair behavior if I've ever heard it. Minette F., Pat L., Nicholas D., Savexel, Lauren H., and Ritterin, a group of awakened radishes. They don't carry weapons, though. They just have tiny kazoos and want to play you a song. Aw, sweet. I don't trust them. Janina E., Maddie Y., Joe T., the eldest Barry, and Ryan S., the team of dermatologists who it's going to take to deal with Tread, Mac, and Dave's sunburn after Mavris was the only Bon Frere to remember to fall asleep in the shade. Seriously, it's blistering. You gotta get in here. The Bone Duster, Darius M, Nathan J, Joshua Ace, Robot Crisps, and Yidrasil. A team of friends who tried one of Mac's hoppier brews a year and a half ago and still suffer from some pretty painful gas. Come on, Mac. Not cool. And that is all our shout outs for this week. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. We raise our glasses to you. And we cover your noses in sunscreen so that they won't get burned. You got to watch out. It's hot out there. Anyway, that's all we have. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>